This is a transmission from the future. This is Swarm, the second wrong army you had Tarfi both created. This message is for you, Lamps. You must kill the Jew now in six months. He will fuck your girlfriend. Not the transvestite, the black one. He shall infect your woman with the Jew Aidsum Impregnator with his Jew spawn. The next Antichrist, you must kill the Jew while you still can. Lance, you are our only hope. There is not much time. Transmission is over. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Sleazy A. You're not Sleazy A. <laughs> it's Wackily Wackily here. quit the show, <laughs> so I'm taking over permanently. Dude, that's like the worst <laughs> fake limey accent I've ever heard. Because isn't Sleazy E kind of a fake limey? Uh, I can't do Sleazy E. He's like a limey trader. voice. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, um, how'd you enjoy the week off of not podcasting? It was pretty awesome, but now I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, now it's like you're back to the grind again. Gotta put the nose to the Dude, I'm excited. Stuff. I'm ready, man. After like a week of, uh, 10 days, actually, 10 days of being in Detroit, looking after an infirmed rabbi, I'm happy to be back here in San Francisco. Did you get him firm? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's very firm. No, you know, I, I didn't know what I was getting into, and uh, yeah, I had to be like Nurse D. Simon. I went back to Detroit. My dad just had prostate surgery. Men can be nurses. Yeah, no, I was, I was a male nurse. I was a male nurse. And uh, yeah, you know, I had to like uh, feed him, you know, go shopping, walk mm. his dog, empty his bedpan. You know, help him put his catheter in. You know, it was a lot of work. It was, I'm, I'm joking about the catheter. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't have to. I draw the line at certain things. I mean, me and my dad, like me and the rabbi are close, but not that close. <laughs> you know, catheter work, not happening. Bedpan, right. I'm not going there. Well, you could use some sort of hypnotic suggestion and make yourself think you were, you know, putting a hot dog on a stick to cook over a fire. And my Judai powers aren't that strong. <laughs> Sorry. Use the false D. Now, so dude, p- put it this way, though. And I got to stop using the word dude. <laughs> but, okay, dude. I was in Michigan. Everyone says dude there. Dude. Put it this way. So surfing. I was trapped in West Bloomfield, which is just a suburb of Detroit. Oi. <laughs> with my dad in his one-bedroom apartment. Aren't there there are Jews there? Uh, all, the Jews in with, all the Jews in Michigan there. live in West Bloomfield. Yeah. yeah. And you can go to any store. It's like, like Michigan's concentration camp. <laughs> They're concentrated <laughs> there. Yeah. They're concentrated there. But by, by choice. Though. You could go to like you know, their Safeway or any supermarket, and they have like whole Jewish sections yeah. of Jew food. Wow. Yeah, I think that's why my dad likes living in West Bloomfield. They don't have that elsewhere in Michigan. No, anywhere else you go. But but Jews can be free. It's like mini Israel. It's yeah. like Israel and Michigan. But yeah, <laughs> so it was the Palestinians. <laughs> the Palestinians. Palestinians. <laughs> they, no, the Chaldeans. Yeah, yeah. They, they you know um, we keep them in their place. Yeah. No, they're Christian Arabs. Yeah, they're, they're a nice version. No, we're we're cool with the Chaldeans. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so like for 10 days, you know, I, I pretty much was detoxed. I didn't drink all that much. Uh-huh. I mean, I did go and buy some beer, but I wasn't, you did know, you going out to the bar and getting wasted. <laughs> I did polish off a bottle of Manischewitz because I didn't feel like going out to the mire. Um, but yeah, you know, the only thing I did that was fun in the least bit was last Saturday I went and saw Kiss, downtown Detroit, Cobo Hall. Alive 35. K-I-Z-Z, is that how you spell it? Or is that no, just the K-I-S-S, font? it is S-S, Yeah, but it looks, I guess the font it's makes reverse it look Z's, like a Z. Yeah. But yeah, dude, Kiss, uh, Kiss played Cobo Hall, which will be the last show at uh, Cobo Hall. They're going to tear it down? I think they're done. I, I, you want to you know why? Because I think Detroit can't afford to keep it open. The place is completely dilapidated anyway. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I, I got to believe they're going to put something new in there. Well, they have Joe Louis Arena, which oh, is uh, right, right next door. Right next door. That's, and Joe Louis Arena is where the Red Wings play and all that. Yeah, but they don't need Kobo Hall anymore. They really don't. And, and, and not to mention... Kobo anyway? Is like Kobo the Hobo? They built a whole you know venue after some hobo I mean, named yeah, Kobo? Is that the hobo that started Detroit? Because there are <laughs> so. plenty of hobos still in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. But the you know the worst thing about being there, and this is why I'm so happy to be back into my own you know the Sickerong Studio back in San Francisco, my own place, is now I can jerk off whenever I want. That's a plus. I wasn't getting laid in uh, Detroit. Yeah, you, know, you didn't I was, go to any rest stops. No, well, didn't hit up any rest stops. Didn't go to the Deja Vu. I was pretty much trapped in my dad's house. And the worst part about it Does is West the Bloomfield computer have a Deja Vu, or do they have a Deja Vu? <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Jewish strip club where yeah. the women just bitch at you for not spending enough money. Right. But the tops are off, right? What did you bring me? Oh, my God. What, what do you call this? That's not even a real diamond. A shekel. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like uh, my dad's computer was in his room. Uh, and that's where the internet was. Yeah. No wireless connection. So I had no internet. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I thought. And he's okay, not going anywhere because he's sick. No, he's not going anywhere. So, you know, I, 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 so, yeah, I had to wait for him to go to bed. And I'm thinking. All right, maybe he has Skinamax. I can go look at Cinemax. And even if worse comes to worse, I could jerk off to the scrambled screen like we uh-huh, used to do right. back when we were like 15. Yeah. They don't even have the scrambled screen anymore. Yeah, it's all digital now. It's just nothing shows up at all. You, you have to order it. Yeah, it's just a gray screen. So then I was like, ah, I had to use imagination. <laughs> when is the last time you had to jerk off using your imagination? I can't even imagine when it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I fun. Even, I can't even imagine doing that. Oh, it's so difficult how, how, to concentrate. How would it even work for me if I came and imagined doing it? The, what am the, I going to imagine when I'm trying to do it? The internet has completely ruined masturbation for me. It hasn't well, ruined. It hasn't. Okay, it's ruined, it's ruined, ruined mental masturbation. It, yeah. yeah, it's I mean, actually enhanced it. I of course. I mean, it made it. To, it made it to the point where I rely on it because now it, it took me a good probably half an hour. Just to try to like think of something I can masturbate to and, and get my mind into it. Meanwhile, my dad's dog is there barking. You know, the rabbi's calling for me. It's time to pray. Blow uh-huh. my shofar. It's right. the whole thing. Just... Did he have peanut butter? That would have been a good idea. <laughs> that would have been a good idea. I should have like busted out some gefilte fish. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I'm glad to be back. And it is nice to be back here at Sick and Wrong doing a regular show. Um, and uh, yeah, it's good to see you again there, Wackerly. So, how was uh, the weekend? I heard there were some um, some podcast fans in town for the big uh, Folsom Street Fair. Did you end up hanging out with them? No. <laughs> you know I, what gives? Wack- what I'm a disappointment. Gives? I'm a disappointment. You know, and the reason- I had uh, you know I had a prior engagement with a birthday party, and then Sunday when everybody wanted to go to Folsom Street Fair, I was so hungover I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to hear the feeble excuse you're going to give. 
Why is that feeble? It's just feeble. It's feeble, dude. You're hungover. You can go. You're in the that. arbiter of feebleness. <laughs> All I'm saying is, you could come up with something a little bit better than I was hungover. I didn't feel like going in. Uh, you know, Falls Street Fair. Too many people. Too crowded. Too much sunshine. Those are feeble, or those aren't feeble. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, why don't what people don't understand is once the mics are shut off and the show is done, the true homophobic wackerly comes out. Yeah. You know, and it, I'm going to go gay bash some dudes right after tonight's show. Yeah, I remember last show, you're like, I would never go to that festival of iniquity, those vile sodomites. <laughs> See, <laughs> that doesn't sound homophobic. That sounds like uh, puritanical. Okay, the puritanical homophobic wackerly comes. People yeah. don't know the man behind the microphone. Right. Like I do. Yeah. And so they expect, they're like, oh, you know, Wackley's going to come here and drink, and we're going to go, and we're going to laugh at a bunch I of like, homosexuals. Gone out, I would have gone out drinking, but like I said, there was a, uh, a birthday party that I was at. <laughs> well, Wackley, the reason I uh, brought this up is because I read an email today that was uh, quite uh -huh. evocative. And, uh, and <laughs> is, this like, is this like the opposite of the Make-A-Wish Foundation? Like somebody's <laughs> writing in to say that their life's been ruined. It's called Make a Bitch Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got an email here from Doc, who um, was up in San Francisco with yeah. his girlfriend Kitty, and uh, they came here to attend the. Well, they came here to attend the Folsom Street Fair and to meet Lance Wackerly, right? And to go drinking with Lance Wackerly, one of their idols. Well, to Doc's dismay. Wackerly ended up flaking on the event, and this is what <laughs> Wackerly said. It's only... All right. This is on. what Doc said. This is the email I received from Doc, and this is why I'm bringing this up here on the show. Doc says, I would just like to say how much Wackerly sucks, and also to complain about how he's a bastard who sucks. Okay. Yeah, you know, Wackerly... I mean, if they want to start the... I'm disappointed in Wackerly Club. I'm sorry to say that there's already a huge club <laughs> of that name with a gigantic following, and you're going to be like number 127. You know, it starts it's, with my mom is the founding member. <laughs> the only analogy that I can that I can bring here is like, you know, there's a little kid dying of leukemia in the hospital, and his dream is to meet Nolan Ryan. Uh huh. Well. Nolan Ryan's too busy to come in and see the kid. Nolan Ryan is too hungover from, you know, celebrating the victory of last night's game. Right. So instead, I can't think of any other baseball players' names, <laughs> but a lesser known C-list baseball player shows up, right. and the kid's just disappointed. Well, but in Doc's soon, case, so who cares? In Doc's case, he didn't even get the C-list baseball player. So anyway... Because we received this heartfelt email here from Doc, and obviously Doc's extremely upset about this. I'm hoping his weekend wasn't ruined because of uh, Wackerly's uh, like <laughs> petty foibles. Uh, it's but... not a foible. <laughs> I, and it's not, it's not flaking unless you commit. And I was never committed. I think it depends on the definition of the term commitment. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. So anyway... It is, by doing this podcast, am I eternally committed to all fans? But okay, if you plant <laughs> the like seed, Batman? if you plant, if you plant the seed, that if they you might flash hang out. up the Wackerly fog light <laughs> on the fog, like I have to just drop whatever I'm doing. I will drink with like, you. If I'm masturbating with a latex mask on and a thumb <laughs> on my ass, I have to be like, oh shit, I got to put on some clothes to go drinking. Yes, that's, that's, that's pretty much. It. I mean, you that's have, what I sign on. Social for. obligation know. of the podcaster. If Wackerly. you would have told me this beforehand, <laughs> I would have made arrangements. It's too late. <laughs> 
Too late now. So anyway, I want to give Doc a call here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to apologize. I'm not, I, don't, I don't have anything to apologize for. But I think we should get it out in the open. Yeah. I, I was taking care of a sick rabbi, or I would have been there. Okay. I would have been there toasting all the uh, podcast fans. Because, you know, I, I, I'm, I like the fans. Okay. You know, I like the people who support So if the you would have been here, everything would have worked out all right. Yeah. It would have been off the hook. So that makes it your fault. It's not my fault. It makes it the rabbi's fault for having a shitty prostate. Okay, it's the rabbi's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Doc mentioned on the, uh, on the, on the forum, he wrote a, a posting here saying, I doubt that Wackerly even exists at this point. Dude didn't show up for drinking or for Folsom Street Fair. Now, now you dear sweet listeners, you don't get any Folsom Street Fair coverage, and you can thank Wackerly for that. Just to mention, here are a few things you won't be hearing about on this week's show. Well, wait a minute. The fact that you're going to read this means they are hearing it. Well, no, I'm... Oh, okay. But they're not going <laughs> to hear the stories. So, uh, they... So, they actually witnessed a dead homosexual on a gurney. Inexplic- inexplicably gigantic <laughs> cocks. he was homosexual? Did he, like, have a dick in his mouth? He's probably wearing a leather <laughs> harness. Yeah. <laughs> but do all homosexuals need to have a dick in their mouth for you to know they're gay? If they're dead... Elton John. Well, I know. I mean, he's married to a guy. <laughs> but if he had a was dick... it Elton John who was dead? <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> Incognito with like a mustache. Yeah. Um, inflated ball sack injected full of something. Okay, and it goes on and on. They had a, they had many things that they got to see at Folsom Street Fair that we wouldn't hear about if we didn't give them a call. Yeah. So right. I was thinking we should uh, maybe a, a form of a mea culpa here. Okay. We'll give Doc a call. Is this going to be another episode where I, I get berated for like 15 minutes like the From the Ville dudes did when I ditched them? No, because I think you have a valid explanation. But let's just get this out in the open, okay? <laughs> Doc's a devoted fan, and I think he deserves to hear it from Wackerly's mouth why you ended up flaking on them. <laughs> so let's give Doc a call. Hello? Doc, what's up? It's T. Simon and uh, Lance Wackerly here from Sick and Wrong. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, hey how's it going? Sorry, we're calling a little bit late, running a little behind here. But um, I was just discussing um, Wackerly's absence from uh, this past weekend's festivities. Did it affect your overall experience here in San Francisco? What's that? Did it negatively affect your overall experience here in San Francisco? Did you have fun without Wackerly? Oh, yeah. Great time. That's I, I just really wanted to see him so I could just fuck with him all night. So <laughs> okay, so the only reason you really wanted him there was so you could um, make fun of him, ridicule him? Yeah, I was going to, you know, maybe drug his drink or, you know, threaten him with rape or murder or, you know, size him up for a skin coat or something. Slip him a roofie. Two out of three yeah. of those things sound all right. <laughs> maybe I should have made it out. <laughs> so, you know what? I think you should hear right here from... Uh, uh, the horse's mouth. What exactly happened? Wackley, where were you? when? I, what, were, what was supposed to go on? You guys were going to go hang out in the Tenderloin, then Folsom Street Fair, like a whole weekend date This wasn't here. a pre-planned thing that got canceled, okay? I was at a birthday party for a dear friend. Okay, so Doc, did you think Wackley was going to come meet you? Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See, Wackley, you broke this man's heart. Was Kitty oh, upset? Oh, I mean, you know, I'm Wackerly. I disappoint people. That's what I do. <laughs> he's a swinging man. You know, he's wild and free. So, so Doc, who was all up? Um, who who came here and uh, and hung out with you guys? Uh, me and Kitty and Kendra and Phoenix. 
Okay, so this was this the first time you ever actually met Kendra? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's a, she's a character. A lot of fun. Yeah. And she's been up here several times. I think she almost like this is like she's I don't want to say bi coastal, but she's definitely like bi city. Like she is bi. It's the same coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same coast. But she you know she's here like uh, at least once every two months. Yeah, she likes to make the uh, the voyage. Yeah, and uh, who and Phoenix is another guy that uh, uh, is a forum member, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually met that dude yet. Had I been here, Doc, let me just say, if I wasn't taking care of a sick rabbi, I would have been here drinking with you guys. <laughs> Not Wackerly. I can't speak for Wackerly, but I can speak for myself. <laughs> so so what did you guys end up doing? on? Uh, where, did you go drink in the loin? Oh, hell yeah. We uh, we went to the High Tide, which is all right. It was kind of packed and shit, kind of loud. So place is always That's loud. What's that? The place is always loud because I think the Asian women that run the bar are deaf. <laughs> Do you notice that? Yeah, they always turn the jukebox up to 12 or something. Yeah, and then you have to scream at them mm-hmm. to order a drink. Right. I don't understand it. But yeah, that's a cool bar. Where else did you go? Uh, so we went down the street to this place called RJ's Sports Bar. I don't know if you guys <laughs> You guys went to RJ's of all places. Was that because... Awesome. Was Kendra hell-bent on finding a uh, cholo to have sex with? <laughs> no, uh, they were, there were plenty there, but uh, she didn't really talk to any of them. It's funny that uh, that bar is kind of like prime real estate, because there's all these like yuppie bars that surround RJ's, right. but then there's just cholo bar right in, like, you know, right in the city right there. Oh, it was great, man. You could smoke inside, and there are crazy Asian hookers running the place, and we saw a fight, and it was cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, um, what, were there hijinks? Did you guys get pretty wasted? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. And did anyone end up hooking up with Kendra? Uh, I'm not sure if uh, Kendra and Phoenix ended up banging. They were staying at the same hotel, but... Uh, oh, so there's uh, no menage... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's no menage a trois action? Like, no group sex activity going on? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder... You, never, you, <clears throat> you know, seriously, I wouldn't put it past Kendra. Get that girl, you know, give her a couple drinks. Who knows what will happen? Oh, I think we do know it'll happen. <laughs> it's everybody else, if they're willing or not. But Phoenix obviously isn't kissing and telling, so we maybe we'll, we might have to actually ask Kendra to find out what happened. Right. So Wackerly ended up flaking on you Saturday night because of this quote-unquote birthday party, which yeah. I think is just kind of a solo masturbation session to some tranny porn in his closet. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah. Trannies have birthdays, too. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day... You guys went to Folsom, and I saw a couple um, a couple things here that you you mentioned that we wouldn't be hearing on the show today that we're actually now going to get to hear about. Tell me about the dead homo you found on the gurney. <laughs> so uh, we're milling through the crowd and shit, and we hear, you know, get out of the way, fucking gurney coming through or something, and there's all these dudes who aren't in a hurry. They aren't doing anything for this guy. And they roll right past us. We're like a foot from this guy, and he's just this old ass, floppy, dead white guy that's naked with a chain wrapped around his chest. So, Wackerly posed this question before we gave you a call. How did you know he was a homosexual if he did not have a dick in his mouth? <laughs> or his ass? But he was wearing the, you know, like the chain chest harness, but. <laughs> <laughs> Straight people don't wear the chain yes, chest they harness. Yes, do. <laughs> okay, only if they're pro wrestlers or if they're in the Road Warrior. Well, he could have been a pro wrestler, though. Okay, he, did he look like a pro wrestler? 
No, he was old as shit. <laughs> I think I think Jeff, your brother, was the one who was complaining to us one of these years that he doesn't go to um, Folsom anymore because he said that like too many like yuppies from the marina were showing up. I guess they don't get dressed. His complaint was that they don't wear the leather stuff. So you know, maybe you're right. Come to think of it, I haven't spoken to my brother for a few days. I wonder if he's the one on the gurney. How old are we talking? Yeah, here? how old are we talking? Because my brother's about 37, but he looks like he's 50. On a scale of 1 to 10, what was the pot belly like? <laughs> was it an 8? Because it might be Jeff. <laughs> Were there any unicorn tattoos? Huh? Were there any unicorn tattoos? Any what? Unicorn. Unicorn tattoos. Oh, actually, I saw a dude that was covered in unicorn tattoos. <laughs> That was Jeff. Wow. He was alive. Yeah, that was my brother. That's hot. So, did you know how he died? Did he just die of a heart attack or the butt plug too big, expanded, and he just died? Uh, I really have no idea. He didn't look super sweaty or anything. He could have died from natural causes. He was like 80 or 90, probably. So, you didn't try to give him mouth-to-mouth or anything? (laughs) What? You didn't try to give him mouth-to-mouth? No, he was fucking dead. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I bet you, though, out of all the places, you know, for an old leather man, gay man like that, yeah, I bet you that's go. probably the best place to die. Maybe he's like, uh, yeah. I wish this was Door Alley. <laughs> <laughs> so had you, Doc, had you ever been to the Folsom Street Fair before? No, Kitty has, but... Um... So was it an eye-opening event for you? Were you stunned? Were you shocked? Yeah, I saw a lot of things I'm, I won't be able to unsee. <laughs> I know, you can wash your eyes out with bleach and you'll still, the, you know, the, the memories will still be burned in the back of your mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, we actually witnessed, uh, your brother was talking a while ago about some dude injecting shit into his ball sack. Yeah. Yeah, we saw some of that. <laughs> and you know, what's funny, too, is they're unabashed about it. Like, they just do it right in the street. Yep. You know, it's just like it's, yeah, you know, I like to fill my balls up with saline. Yeah. Check it out. There's no way I could get hepatitis from this activity <laughs> Folsom Street. So you say here that you saw a guy just licking a girl's asshole, just giving her, tossing her salad right in the street. That's kind of hot. Oh, <laughs> well, I thought it was his girlfriend or something, you know, so I'm like, oh, that's kinky, no big deal. But then she just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so did you see any hot naked girls oh definitely fuck yeah there were some see usually like the i've only been to Folsom a couple times but you'll see some like 350 pound lesbian with like a girl that's sort of hot kind of femi butch on a chain but neither one of them i wanted to see naked but there are girls you actually saw that you're like wow this is hot oh yeah definitely i mean there were there's some like rollerblading around and there's some tied up and yeah we're good Nice. And, uh, yeah, I imagine you probably saw a lot of uh, dick. That's, yeah. That's pretty much what Folsom Street Fair is all about. A it's lot just, of ham. It's just a bunch of dudes with their dicks hanging out. But surprisingly, not a lot of hard dicks. <laughs> well, it's cold uh, a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, I imagine. Like San Maybe Francisco, it's kind of it cold. Enough. But no. normally it's cold by this time of year. No, but, you know, there's some good bands that played, though, too. I mean, it's kind of a, it's, it's a big event. I mean, was it packed? Were there just, like, thousands of people? Yeah, it was just, you know, rubbing up against people everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the disgusting thing. It's like you got sweaty dudes that are hairy, that are wearing, like, leather harnesses, and pretty much that's it. 
and maybe uh, flip flops. <laughs> and you're like, right, they're right in front of you. There's no way you can get around it. It's disgusting. Uh, and they have a syringe hanging out of their balls. Yeah, and their balls are like the size of basketballs. <laughs> Coming through. So how long did you stay at the uh, fair for? Shit, we must have stayed from about one thirty until like 5, maybe. Wow, that's a long time to spend over there. Did you get some meat on a stick? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they serve that at the uh, Folsom Street Fair. What else would you serve? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Elephant ears, funnel cakes. <laughs> so where, where'd you guys go afterwards? I heard you saw like a lady trying to commit suicide or something. Uh, yeah, we went to the high tide and uh, a bunch of firemen showed up and shit. And I, I didn't see anybody up there, but some guy said he thought it was a jumper. Okay, so you, you know, I think it happens quite frequently here in the Tenderloin. Yeah. A lot of people. It's a bleak place. People don't have a lot to uh, you know hope for. Oh, believe me, I've contemplated. Except you live on <laughs> the first floor. Yeah, I know. I'd probably just break my ankle or something. So you guys were just here for like one night? Yeah, two nights. Wasn't it your birthday or something? Yeah, the day after the fair. Nice. So happy birthday. That's a, what, a hell of a way to celebrate. That. How old are you there, Doc? 22. God, I always forget that a lot of people on the forum are much younger than we are. Yeah. I you think know? everybody is. Yeah, I don't Except think... for maybe Mad Posty, who's an old geezer. And then that one uh, surly, disgruntled English fellow, bastard... Uh, BK. BK. Yeah. BK is probably like 40. No, I think he's our age. <laughs> <laughs> he's like mid-30s. So did Phoenix hang out at the uh, fair as well? Uh, what's up? Did uh, Phoenix hang out at the fair? No, it was kind of fucked up. He uh, he got there like 10.30 at night, and then he got a call from his work that he had to come in the next day or something. What, what does Phoenix do for a living? Something with computers or something, I think. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think most of our, our, our fans do that. <laughs> Actually, I think we both do that. What about you, Doc? What do you do for a living? Uh, crime. Crime? <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. And don't you don't you make like dildos or something? Yeah, that's more of a hobby. <laughs> when did that hobby start? Uh, about. Is that like a family tradition? Last summer. Oh, last summer you're just like you know what? Fuck buying dildos from AdamandEve.com and supporting Sick and Wrong. I'm just gonna make my own. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what does uh, Kitty think of your dildo making abilities? Well, I mean, I haven't really made anything worth a shit because I don't know the right materials. And Don't you need, like, an injection molding machine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're all, like, silicone or something. Well, I mean, there's more than one way to make a dildo. It's the old yeah. saying, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could be creative. There's you can the make... ceramic guy who made us the ceramic spike dildo, which I noticed that you've hidden away somewhere, D. I mean, no, why isn't I, it prominently displayed? I gave it to my brother for his birthday. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I went to go, and you know what? I, I thought that he didn't really care about it, and I went to go retrieve it because uh -huh. I was going to be an Indian giver and take it back. <laughs> but it's brown now. And I was like, you know what, dude? It's all yours. I don't want it. It's a spiked dilly. You think he's had it in his ass or just the tip? I think I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even want to go there and I don't want to see the other guy's asshole if he's stuck into somebody yeah. else's ass. It's you disgusting. See the other guy. So Doc, are you upset with Wackerly? I just want to make amends here, reconcile some differences. Oh, he's like my worst enemy now. <laughs> well, like I said before, it's a big club. <laughs> my mom is the charter member. Uh you know, the guys from From the Ville are in the club. <laughs> 
<laughs> my brother, most of the girls I know. Why? Because uh, I think you want Doc on your good side. Though. I've seen this guy. He looks like some crazy meth head biker. It's like covered. <laughs> aren't you like covered in like dragon tattoos, like a dude's mask face or something? Uh, yeah, I got I got tattoos, but. Yeah. You got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll you know I'll cower like a little girl if there's ever your face off. <laughs> and it, you live in like where Central Valley, Chico. Chico, okay, that's like the meth capital of California. <laughs> no, I don't know. Dude, there's so I drove through Chico, went to a Taco it's Bell. The home of Sierra Nevada, which you probably don't drink. No, it's on MGD. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only town I like to go and celebrate the beer that they made is Milwaukee. <laughs> You can go there. You can be like, "It's some damn good beer made uh, in the city." Right. Um, but no. So Chico, is there is there a lot to do over there? Is is that why uh, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to San Francisco for my birthday. Well, we were, we were planning on going to Folsom Street for like six months or something. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad it lived up to expectations there, Doc. And it, you know, it kind of sucks that Wackerly didn't make it out, but he had a birthday party. And uh, he was too hungover to go and see a bunch of naked gay men and yeah. <laughs> Thanks for validating parade about. My ideas there, <laughs> you don't know why? Because secretly he's a homophobe, and he he's a homophobic Holocaust denier. <laughs> Let's hope you know that, okay? Right on. Because once these mics are shut off, the true whacker comes out. <laughs> it's well, true. Well, Doc, uh, uh, happy birthday, man! I'm glad you had fun over here. And it was nice talking to you, and, uh, you know, no need, no reason to hold a vendetta against the whack man. There's plenty of reasons. Right. <laughs> just, just leave it at that. All right. Well, tell Kitty we said what's up, and uh, it was good talking to you here on the show. How are you too, D. Simon, and uh, Wackerly, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Take it easy there, Doc. Fair enough. All right. Later. You know, Wacker, I think he joins the litany of fans that just have, like, these dartboards with your picture on it. Mm-hmm. You it's know? good to know. It's just nice to know that, uh, you know, I, I think, do you still get the hate mail that you used to get? Uh, well, I don't really get the mail, so unless you forward me something, then I don't really see it, which I don't know if you're protecting me from it or what. Well, I just remember, like, you used to get the packages of used condoms, which I don't know if those come anymore. Oh, well, a pack, I don't really call it package mail. <laughs> Well, I'm not talking about and the usually emails. I, you know, yeah, I, 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 delete, I don't even think about it. I just throw those in Lake Merritt. <laughs> I we did get a lot of mail of this emails. week. I don't know if I showed you this stuff, but um, apparently somebody signed us up for some um, advocacy groups. I've got, well, this is just more of a flyer for some, uh, what is this? Henry Repeating Arms, which is some gun company. I got a PETA flyer handout with some stickers about... Why not to test on animals, which, you know, I have no interest in. Uh, and you got some things over there. Yeah, all I got to say is, you know, I get excited when I hear that something was sent to the sick and wrong P.O. box. It's like we find out about, we're like, oh, package was receiving sick and wrong P.O. box. I'm thinking... Sometimes it's booze. Yeah, I'm thinking booze. I'm thinking, you know, naked pictures of some dude's girlfriend, maybe some porn. But instead, some joker here, some wiseacre, thinks it's funny to sign us up for some advocacy groups. So yeah, okay, now I'm a member of the Breast Cancer Awareness Association, whatever mm. that is. Yeah. Susan G. Komen for the it's Cure. For breast cancer, whatever um, that is. I'm a, a, the Pork Chop Committee, your not-so-secret weapon for solving dinnertime dilemmas. Uh, I got you the, love pork. The pocket so. guide to pork What's here. In the, uh, yeah. What's in the envelope? I was wondering about that. Well, now I'm a member of the Liberty Bible School. So I've been getting the Liberty, Liberty Bible courses now. I got the Charismatic Movement Part 1, 
and the charismatic like movement part two. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I you know I haven't really had a chance to read through it, but all I'm saying here, Wackerly, is this isn't porn. This isn't naked pics of some dude's girlfriend. But we also got some porn. We did You'll get notice. porn. And actually, you know, as a matter of fact, we got this porn from uh, Kitty, Doc's uh, girlfriend. How do you know that? Because it says here, Kitty, in the uh, in the letter. Really? Yeah, and from Chico. Is that Chico. all it says? Doesn't it say, please don't include my name? <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise paid for by me. Also, don't include any of my credit card information, which they did as well. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they put the credit card in. Oh, actually, you know what? There's a, a, there's they, say a, they just say it's approved. <laughs> But yeah, they didn't actually, but they, put, but they, they include her name. So she wrote a note to the porno company saying, please don't <laughs> include my name or anything. I want this to be a mystery. But they just printed that whole note. Well, yeah, they did so, print the whole note. My point being, people who run DVD, porn, by mail Discount media are, distribution. Are you're, you're saying they're not a reputable But there's some company. stuff on back order there. I don't know if you noticed. We only got yeah. two, and there's four that are on back order, which so I we've guess we can expect later. teens with hairy twats. And I, I love I how Wackerly picked this up, and the, these are open and sticky. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to touch that one. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I jerked off <laughs> looking at the DVD, <laughs> the actual DVD, <laughs> rather than playing it in my VCR. We DVD also received farm girl desires mm -hmm. which uh looks nice these kind uh, of now I'll, I'll i'll probably also give you disappointment in that one there's no bestiality in that <laughs> which no... i was really hoping for but it's just like you know farm girls getting fucked by farm hands how misleading when you hear farm girl desires you, you're, you're thinking goat i thought of, you like, know i thought she was going to have a cow fucking her or something so one thing that kind of clues me into that this might be a shitty prawn is the fact that it's a seven hour dvd have you ever noticed that when you get those <laughs> seven long. hour porns yeah it's like first of all who jerks off for seven hours second point. of all Sting. do you know if it's a vivid video it's not seven hours it might be two maybe maybe right. an hour and a half right seven hours <laughs> i smell trailer trash and ron jeremy but like you were saying before, you would have killed to have these at your dad's place. Yeah, actually, I would have preferred to have Farm Girl Desires, Teens with Harry Twats, much rather than using my own imagination yeah. to I'll, uh, I'll masturbate I'll disappoint with. you a little bit about the Harry Twat one. They're not that hairy. <laughs> They're just like average <laughs> hairy. It's not like, it's not her suit. And so, in some of the scenes, they actually shave the hair off, which... Well, it sounds like, uh, Wackerly, the, the porns that are on back order were meant for you, uh -huh. not me here. So the one that's on back order here is Take That Tranny Ass. Um, my grandfather is a cock-sunking, ass-plug cross-dresser. <laughs> uh, ream his midget ass, and midgets that take it up the ass. So I think those four probably are for you. And I'm going to keep Farm Girl Desires and Teens with Harry Twats. Sure. Okay? All right. <laughs> you got a deal? Yeah. But I what I'm wait. saying is thank you, Kitty. <laughs> Thank you, Kitty, for sending us the porn. Me and Wackley will trade these back and forth. You know, uh, they're already copied to my hard drive. Oh, <laughs> so no need. <laughs> this, this digital age, we can do stuff like that. But what I'm saying is, thank you, Kitty. You're a loyal fan. We love you because you sent us porno. And to the Joker who sent us, signed us up for the advocacy groups and the breast awareness and the Christian groups, keep on smiling because it comes around. What goes around comes around. Um, we have no idea who did it, though, so... There's no way we can get back at them. 
You don't understand my Judai powers. My dad's a rabbi, okay? Are you talking about karma or some other fake thing that's not real? My dad's a rabbi. I'm going to call up and get an old Jewish curse. He's going to make a golem. He's going to make a golem, and the golem is going to go out and house that motherfucker, okay? A golem or a golem? Golem. That's how how you say it. All us Jews know how to make a fucking golem, okay? Uh Don't fuck with me, Wackily. Can you make a sexy golem? (laughs) Actually, I can. <laughs> I made a couple earlier, but I flushed them. <laughs> All right, enough about that. But people send us stuff. We like that. We like that. Sigrong uh, P.O. Box. The address is right on our main page, com. Right. So this is uh, episode 194 here of Sick and Wrong. Uh, last week, we didn't do stories, so we don't have a recap of last week's show. We did the grueling interview with uh, the guy from MurderAuction.com. I don't know if you've listened that wackily, but that yeah. was a tough one. No, you told me it was tough, so I passed. Yeah, it's hard to interview somebody who responds with one-word answers. Right. Yeah, it's difficult. But, uh, you know, the the thought was there. Um, quick recap of episode 192, a show from two weeks ago. If you recall, listener, we did three listener stories. Listener one here sent a story about a yob who rearranged another yob's head. Listener two sent a story. Yob on yob violence. Yob on yob violence. Listener two sent a story about a mother who raped her son with the help of MySpace. Right. Yeah. Vaguely remember that. Yeah. She's resourceful. Uh, listener three sent a story about a urine meth lab. Listener B, the mother who raped her son with the help of MySpace. Long lost son. Long lost son. Um, came in first. He won the show with 133 votes. The second story is the yob that rearranged the other yob's head, mainly just because of the picture. Right. Um, he came in with 69 votes. And uh, urine meth lab came in distant third. Not even distant third, actually. Close third with 58. So uh, congratulations, listener B. You won the cigarette care package with your story. If I remembered your name, I would have said it, but right now you're just listener B. <laughs> so uh, send us an email. Or actually, I'll probably send you an email. Uh, we, had, we had a number of Limeys write in about the origin of the term Limey. I uh-huh. think we were asking about where it came from. Yeah, we made some shit up or something. It's because uh, back in uh, the days of piracy and colonialism, <laughs> when the British... Naval buggery. <laughs> back in the days of British naval buggery. Back in the days when Brit- Britain was an actual world power. <laughs> uh-huh. When they owned... The, I think they like... Didn't they own and operate like a third of the world? At uh, one point? Yeah, that sounds about right. And now they're just two. Maybe more. And they make shitty rap music. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, You're talking about the donk? <laughs> exactly. I love the donk. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, they, they use the term limey because scurvy... Was uh, was uh, pervasive back at the time, uh-huh. and you could take uh, you know you could eat oranges, you could eat other forms of citrus, and you could uh, stave off uh, scurvy. Yeah, but so uh, British people are always just chewing on these limes. People or sailors? Sailors, <laughs> sailors, not not people. The sailors. face of the British Empire. So face if you're the, uh, yeah. like you know a native about to be murdered, <laughs> the last thing you see is a, a British guy. Sailor coming at you with a lime in his with mouth. With a lime in his mouth, yeah. Like, what the fuck? But meanwhile, all the Americans are sitting here dying of scurvy because we didn't have the intelligence to chew on a lime. <laughs> I think maybe we just used an orange or a We lemon. had rickets. Yeah. <laughs> we were walking with bow legs. Even just meat. That's even why just, we're bow-legged. Even just like red meat staves off scurvy. Yeah. Well, you mostly get scurvy from not eating anything. Or like too much like preserved foods. Too much molasses. That's what a lot of English people like that. You know that? <laughs> I thought that was marmalade. Treacle. I thought Treacle. that was marmalade. They, maybe it's marmalade. What's your right. daddy? 
A lot of treacle. <laughs> What's treacle? It sounds uh, like something that comes out of your ass. It's like Splenda. <laughs> He's got to have two Splendas in his coffee. It's nothing like Splenda. Um, we also had uh, the Magpie, one of our fans from Chicago, write in. And he, he answered a question that uh, Sleazy E and myself had a bit of a debate about. The robot from Buck Rogers, the name of the robot. That guy? Tweaky. Do you know that? <sighs> no, I didn't. Twicky? Twicky? Twicky. I think it's Twicky. Twicky? Yeah. I wonder if... Um, is that He's the, the one term? that looks like a little person. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's... But then he has a robot around his neck that's like a medallion. That's another robot. I didn't know that. That's... Or maybe it's just... What's the difference between a robot and a computer? Not it's much a, it's of an, a, It's a self... It's an intelligent computer. But it's like, you Twicky? know... It's like the... No. Tweaky's like Flavor Flav, but instead of a clock, he's got this much smarter computer. Hanging around his neck. Well, I think Sleazy E said the thing was called Twinkie, and I said it was called Tootie. But um, no, turns out it's uh, Tootie from, was the black chick from Facts yeah. of Life, who they said is uh, quite hot now that she's older. I haven't seen her. I thought she got really fat. I don't know. I, I like a girl a little bit of back. No, really fat. <laughs> <laughs> like Oprah fat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm into like that. Like Oprah fat when Oprah was fat fat. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. She's well, still heavy, but remember when Oprah used to be really fat? Yeah, when she weighed like 400 pounds. I think that's what Tootie looks like. And did she eat Donahue or something? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why he's showing off the air. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Magpie, for writing that in. People, you know the way sick and wrong work. Wacker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week, present them here in the show, audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. If a listener wins, then the listener gets a care package. You can send in your submissions to stickerownpodcast at hotmail.com or submit them directly to the forum. Before we get started with episode 194, quick word from our sponsor. As you know, Sick and Wrong is brought to you by adamandeve.com. Fine people over there, adamandeve.com. Uh, right now, you can go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. 50% off just about any item. That's not all. You also get three free adult DVDs and a free gift that's extremely sensual, and we're not supposed to mention it on the radio. <laughs> we can't mention it. It's like... Or we'd have to kill all the listeners. No, it's like flavored lube. All right? <laughs> I don't mean to burst any bubbles there, okay? It's uh, like strawberry-flavored lube. Which also staves off scurvy. Yeah, see? if you know, I, bet you, I wonder what would have happened if the English people had flavored lube instead of limes. They'd be called the Lubies. Lubies, you know? I think we might have come up with a new term for the English. Yeah. Lubies. Yeah, limey. I mean, nobody knows what that means anymore, but everybody knows that English people love flavored lube. They love flavored lube. That's why they have, like, you know, four teeth. Because, you know, it rots the teeth. They should try sugar-free. <laughs> That's what, what you I should used. do, you Lubies. Um, they also throw in a free, uh, free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com for the special offer. 50% off one item. When you use the word diddle for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, at adamandeve.com. That's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. Well, actually, I don't know who started a show a couple weeks ago, but why don't I kick off episode 194 here with my story that concerns a maggot infestation. Maggot. Maggot. Okay. What did you think I said? Uh, like, I don't know. It was, sounded like maggot. 
Oh, really? Macaw. <laughs> parrot or something. I thought you meant maybe faggot infestation. <laughs> that That's Folsom Street Fair. Which is over. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't know if like the homophobic wackily was going to come out before the show ended. You know? People wonder why my brother's not on the show anymore. Well, I think that uh, that, that question's been answered. <laughs> I intimidated him. <laughs> Don't Hell you yeah. ever come on here again, <laughs> mate. So uh, my story, yes, concerns maggots. Not faggots and not maggots, which I don't even know what those are. But statistically, I mean, 10% of maggots are faggots. It's just fact it? of life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get your stats from, but you know, that sounds good. I'd, I'd like to yeah, subscribe no, to your newsletter. 10% of insects are gay. Okay, I, I actually didn't know that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you see that from like Nat Geo or something? It's common knowledge. Okay. All right. All right. Nat Geo. <laughs> That's some black dude who lives out on the street. <laughs> who knows a lot of shit about nature. Yeah. <laughs> he lives up the corner. <laughs> Yo, what up, Nat Geo? Nat Geo, tell me about homosexual insects. And he's like, all right, sit down on my lap, D. Let Simon. Me, uh, <laughs> smoke my thinking pipe. <laughs> Look at here. Well, shit. Uh, you got 20 bucks? Uh, let me tell you about gay aphids. <laughs> So, um, in Mumbai, apparently maggots are a bit of a problem there. What? In Mumbai. What Mumbai. Moom- what? Mumbai. Bombay? Used to be Bombay, now it's <laughs> Mumbai, okay? Did you see Slumdog Millionaire? Yeah, I did. It is Mumbai. Okay. Uh, when 70-year-old Lakshmiabai, the name's been changed, so you don't know a real name. Is that name. one name? Yeah, it's Lakshmiabai. <laughs> I don't know exactly how Rolls to pronounce it. Rolls off the it. tongue. It's like, <laughs> I, it's like Jane Doe. I think it's funny, though, that since they changed the name, you'd think they'd make it something easier to say, like, like Sally or um, Jane. Yeah. But no, it's Lakshmiabai. When Lakshmiabai first got a nosebleed, no one really paid much attention. They thought, ah, you know. Because she's a co-core. <laughs> on that Indian cocaine. By that, I mean Slurpee. Straight <laughs> up the nose. <laughs> Uh, only when the bleeding continued for five days and two hospitals couldn't find the cause for it, her family took her to a civic-run Scion hospital. Apparently, the healthcare plan in, in, in Mumbai is a little bit better than the one in this country. Yeah, I like the first two hospitals. <laughs> oh, we don't know. No, we don't. We can't figure it out to go away. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. You have a bleeding nose. It will not stop. We put the <laughs> tissue up there. Now no, just go. We don't, we don't know. We have people where we can't fix them. You are not in that group. Goodbye. And, and Come she again. Goes, she goes to the third <laughs> hospital, not. and they're like, quit wheezing the juice. Because <laughs> <laughs> the doctors there came up with the right diagnosis. She had maggots in her nose. Yeah, like they looked in her nose with a magnifying glass. Oh, we have very special technology. Magnifying glass. Oh, there are bugs in your nose. There's a gay one. (laughs) Exactly. The doctors could not fathom how Lakshmiabai could have got maggots into her nose. The woman who lives in Mumbai had an explanation, though. A housefly had entered her nose on Monday. A day before she started bleeding. I, fi- I find that interesting that a housefly could just fly up into her nose and she's like, yes, there's a housefly in my nose. <laughs> and she wouldn't do anything about it? No. I mean, how Well, long- you'd like sneeze it out. Well, I, I mean, what? It's she said been there just, for a while, though. She didn't say anything about the exit of the housefly. Well, it was in there long enough to lay a bunch of eggs, right? <laughs> Apparently. Gross. A day before, so the housefly entered her nose the day before she started bleeding. She was taken to two other hospitals where she was given tablets and nose drops, but none of the doctors could diagnose that the housefly's larvae. 
were at the root of all the trouble. Huh. Had she went out and spoken to Nat Geo, he'd have been like, bitch, um, you got maggots up your nose, you yeah. dirty hoe. Snort on this <laughs> thinking pipe. <laughs> Uh, the fly laid eggs inside her nose. Uh, uh-huh. We removed more than 40 maggots from her nose on Friday. Oh, you know there's more in there that they'd get. The worms had started feeding on her flesh, due to which the patient was bleeding and in pain. Now we have cleaned the wound, and she'll be fine if there's no further infection, said Dr. Mm-hmm. Mustafa Kapapadia. Lakshmiya by son. I don't even want to try to say his name. It's like... Barney. It's like Chipotle or something. I don't know. Uh, he insisted that the bleeding, though she had insisted that the bleeding was due to the fly, all of her family thought she was overacting. Uh-huh. We thought she was making this <laughs> Women up. don't get a lot of respect in the thorough world. I don't know if you noticed that. But you, you Shut know up, woman. But you know what's go funny, make me though? A, <laughs> go make me pakora. I remember my mother was a hypochondriac. Uh-huh. And... You know, I don't know if it was lack of attention from all of us or whatever, but almost every time, nine times at every dinner dinner we had, like when we went to Red Lobster or we went to Applebee's or something, my mother would choke at the table. <laughs> and at first, you know, we were, you know, really alarmed and like, oh my like, God, someone's like got to give not her not making noise and like hands to throat motion choking? Hands to throat, like on a chicken bone, like, ah, ah, ah. And everyone would stop their conversation like, oh my God, are you okay? And like pat her on the back and give her water. Wow. You know, maybe... Maybe something would happen, but the Heimlich maneuver. You ever hear about that? Yeah, no. A couple people, you know, my dad one time gave her the Heimlich. I think I gave her the Heimlich one time. Heimlich, <laughs> your mom. <laughs> but I remember after a while, it became so commonplace that we're like, it, you know, we're like, okay, whatever. She'll be done with this in a while. So we would just this ignore little, it. This little choking thing. Yeah, she her does. little choking episode yeah. here. And I remember one time, I believe we we're at TGI Fridays. She was choking. You at know the all table. these. You know all these restaurants didn't exist while you lived at home, right? TGI Fridays existed in, in Mid so. Michigan, didn't it? Ruby Tuesdays, Red Lobster for sure. Actually, maybe it was a Ruby Tuesday, <laughs> but TGI Fridays and like Applebee's those didn't come out till we were in college. Will, maybe uh, you were back home. This might. I think I might have been back. Fair home enough. Visiting. I retract my statement. But anyway, she started choking at the table. We. Me, my sister, my father just completely ignored it, went on with our conversation. She kept choking. She stood up, knocked her dishes over, and this bartender yeah. jumped over the bar, right. ran over, gave her the Heimlich, and actually she had food come out of her mouth. Uh-huh. She was really choking okay. that time. Now, I want you to do a little experiment. Imagine you're another person eating that restaurant, and then think about why people don't like Jews. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying that we, um, you know, are completely... Uh, oblivious towards her mother <laughs> no oblivious and disruptive to other people's to other uh, people to other people's dining experience yeah. yeah well i mean someone's choking what are you supposed to do help them is it because we're jewish i don't know <laughs> <laughs> my family wouldn't do that just let the choking mom choke and make the bartender jump over the bar after she stands up so are you saying that Hitler... Ah, <laughs> uh, just let it choke. So you're saying Hitler was at, you know, the Red Lobster, and there's uh-huh. a group of Jews sitting next to him, <laughs> choking throughout their meal. T.G. Island Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, actually, I did feel kind of bad. I, You know, I felt bad that I didn't help her out that time. Because <laughs> the bartender saved my mother's life when okay, I could have sure. been the, the hero, uh-huh. you know. Right. But what I'm saying is I, belie- I agree with... Chipotle, mm-hmm. that uh, you know, they thought it's. It like, was just another how are we fucking thing. To know? One it's more, fu- thing one more fucking about. thing from Lakshmi Abai. Yeah, 
And then they got her to the hospital, and the doctor said she had the fly had laid eggs in her nose. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> and for all, maybe she put the fucking thing up there herself. Maybe she's one of those type of nutcases. Yeah, you know? for attention. That's for what I'm saying. Attention, attention starved. Um, to sum it all up here, Capadia, the doctor, said, and this is probably the best quote of the story, this was the third maggot incident in the past two months. Hmm. Mostly, we have beggars' worms in their open wounds. <laughs> that is the best <laughs> sentence. And I'm glad you didn't do an accent because it gets more impact without it. Yeah, I think well, mostly the normal on a normal day we just have beggars' worms in their open wounds. <laughs> but you know, we've had three you know maggots in the nose. Yeah. You know, so just this, this doctor, he makes like, you know, $17 a day. <laughs> and every day comes in <laughs> and is like, oh, dig some more worms out of this beggar's shin. Well, oh, you know- I whistle while I work. <laughs> 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 and then this woman comes in with the maggots and it's like, wow, that was an interesting day. He's telling this story to his wife. Oh, yeah, for sure. Over dinner, you would not I'm believe sure. what happened today. <laughs> this woman came in, <clears throat> not and- with a worm in her wound, but with a maggot in her nose. <laughs> It's a glorious world we live. Can you believe that? <laughs> but you know, it, ma- it makes me think. Okay, I've seen Slumdog Millionaire. Uh-huh. The beggars there are rather gnarly. I mean, they're they're very decrepit. They're definitely well, they're the all definition small, of small destitute. Children. But they make it sound beggars worms sounds like some kind of malady, like a condition. Like I'm I'm picturing the scarecrow dude from uh, from Batman. Uh-huh. Remember with the worms crawling all over his face? Yeah, I don't like that actor. I, I don't it's a little know. bit yeah. sissy- sissified. From it's like me. emo, you could tell. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm just saying. It's just like, is that how? Like, you know, there's. I think there's various levels of indigent. Uh-huh. You know, there's uh, there's like American, there's, and American, there's Indian at the other end of the <laughs> And then there's like, yeah, Indian that lives in Mumbai, right, with worms crawling through his open wounds, right. It's disgusting. So on the sick and wrong star scale, the woman had maggots in her nose, feeding on her flesh. I'm gonna have and her only symptom was really a bloody nose for a little couple days. Pain. The pain. Could you imagine the pain? <laughs> Can you imagine the complaining? Could you imagine, if you're, though? If you're Chipotle just listening to that for three days, I mean, I that, I, that would send me to the psychiatric hospital. And could you see her Chipotle or son just like, there she goes again with the maggot bleeding in her nose? <laughs> um, I would say 4.75 just because, could you imagine the horror of blowing your nose and having worms come out? Or, well, it's like the apple thing, right? <clears throat> yeah, biting into an apple. And, and what's and worse than finding a worm? Half of one. Half of one <laughs> so when yeah. you blow your nose and you find like a couple maggots, you know there's more in there. Yeah, it's disgusting. That's why I'm giving it a 4.75. She didn't die. That's pretty gross. I'm going to give it a 4.7, just 5, 4.5. 4.5. If there was a picture, I'm sure I would score it a 5. You don't even want to see it. You want to see a picture of beggar's worm? I don't even really want to see. <laughs> I really don't even want to see a picture of an old Indian mother with her big mustache. <laughs> that would gross me out enough. Haven't you seen Mother Teresa? I, I don't like her. She's disgusting. Yeah, she's gross. She makes my wood go away. <laughs> like you know how people say, think about baseball when you have sex or whatever. You can last a lot longer. But you can go too far. You can think of Mother Teresa, and then you're like, holy shit, I just lost my complete erection and ability to ejaculate. Yeah, okay, but okay, you can think. It's too much. You can think of Mother Teresa, but it just kills the boner, or does it like it, help no, it you stave off it doesn't the orgasm? It doesn't stave off the orgasm, it totally kills the boner. Yeah, see, that you're totally you going to shrinkage you know, mode. You should think of Adam Carolla. He's good about it. You think Adam mm. Carolla, and you just won't come. It used to be Seinfeld for me. He used to be uh-huh. the Seinfeld character. Now it's Adam Carolla. So you think a lot, a lot of men while you're having sex. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess he, I guess you could say that. No, I thought of Elaine. I am saying. That. I thought of Elaine, but Elaine would make me come. She's hot. I know. That's why I'm saying you think of someone like Adam Carolla, but don't think right. too hard about Adam. Carolla. But you're thinking about a man like having sex and with a, a woman, and I'm not able to come. <laughs> it keeps me going longer. I do like long division or something. There's nothing gay about that, but it still staves off the orgasm. It's kind of gay. But you think about dudes. Dude, I, I don't think about like Adam Carolla naked. You, you think about, I think you think about Hollywood stars. Okay, Do you have I'll, like an Us Weekly open. And I'm you're not, like looking at Adam Carolla. Walking you're make, down you're the making street. it sound like I'm thinking of Adam Carolla butt naked sitting on his waterbed. How do you think? I'm of not. Him? I'm not I'm thinking of Adam Carolla just like sitting there, you know, talking about doing some construction on his home. That's what turns you on. No, it turns me. It turns me off, so, but not to the point well, where I'm when, losing my boner. What does Jerry Seinfeld do that turns you on? It's his voice. It's an annoying voice. His voice turns you on. No, it turns. It doesn't turn me on. I'm saying, if it turned me on, I wouldn't think about it. So you imagine Jerry like if talk, I thought about you imagine Megan Jerry Fox, like whispering into your ear. I imagine Jerry Seinfeld making some witty observation and just being like, "Dude, why do you think about that? Do you want to yeah. know why? Because you're the product of incest." Jerry's telling this to you? No, I'm thinking that about him, and therefore I'm not ejaculating. Okay, you, you know what? So I'm done really talking about this. Sex life, dude. I'm done talking you about have this. Extremely weird sex life and mind. Yeah, girls get upset when I tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have do here? Do they for? get upset when you like make them wear the Jerry Seinfeld mask? <laughs> it's just so I can last long. Can I, you tell I, me an anecdote that helps? I usually make them wear the uh, Kramer suit and do their hair up like that. Okay. You, let's get on to your story, all right? This is more fun. <laughs> my story what, is, what do you my have for... is boring compared to your Jerry Seinfeld fetish. Um... <laughs> uh, well, maybe some people heard about this because it was kind of famous, but I still have to do it. And I don't think it was that famous. But um, in rural Kentucky, in a rural Kentucky cemetery, which is just not some place you want to find yourself, even if you're still living. No, it's scary. Um, I mean, you're aware of the moonshiners and everything. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what the whole thing Deliverance was about. I don't know if anybody gets that because they don't really make it explicit. The reason the hillbillies were so pissed that the city folk were like canoeing down the river and saw them is because they had a moonshine still. That's why they were upset, and that's why they raped. The that's fat why guy. they raped the dude. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, because that's like hillbillies' life. Like they want to be able to make their liquor and and sell it and drink it and not have to pay like all the liquor taxes. You know. Well, and most hillbillies aren't accountants. They're not software consultants. You know, they, they can't no. do stuff like that. That's why they make moonshine. That is a true statement if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. There are no software consultant hillbillies. Yeah. For the Hello, most part. Ozark computer consultants. <laughs> <laughs> Appalachian accounting. I'll do your taxes for you. No, they hate taxes because that's like that's like the man from the city and from Washington D.C. coming in and messing with their business, and they've been living there for nigh on two hundred years, going back for generations. And that's why militias are formed. I don't. This is different because militia implies that you want to like band together with everybody else, and I think hillbillies just hate everyone. They want to be left alone, maybe some kinfolk, and they and, can live you know, up and the, their the, wife with one tooth. 
And they want to fuck their cousin yeah, and have they kids. They want to keep it in the like, family. Yeah, exactly. So in a rural Kentucky cemetery, uh, in a roundabout way of getting to the start of the story, a dude named Jerry Weaver, who's from Fairfield, Ohio, was he was going to a uh, family reunion. <laughs> the southern part of Ohio is right on the border of Kentucky, right? People think it's like Ohio is like... Is you know, Midwest, mid- yeah. Well, or northern Midwest, but it's really... Members the southern of the part Union. of Ohio is fucking south. It's rural, yeah. Yeah. It's Kentucky. And I have relatives from we Ohio. Could, we could and I've been to family reunions in Ohio, which is what this guy was doing, and there's some fucking backwoods, toothless <laughs> motherfuckers. We could there. use that hillbilly accent when we talk about people from southern Ohio, and it would be apropos. Right. And even, you know, Cincinnati's a big city. It's right there, WKRP, and that's the South. Yep. Uh, so he was there, uh, and he, you know, decided, um, he's there seeing his family, his extended family. He's going to go to the old cemetery and see where some of his old dead relatives are buried. So he takes his wife and a couple of daughters there. One's 20 years old, and maybe one's like 15 or something, but I can't find that place where I underlined it. Pretty Walking girl. through the cemetery, look up. Naked dude hanging from a tree. Noose. <laughs> White guy, though. So once again, this isn't a clan thing. Oh, this wasn't a lynching. His hands and feet were duct taped. His mouth was duct taped. He had a badge duct taped to his neck. The, uh, this Jeffrey Weaver dude didn't know what the badge was, but it happened to be this, dude's, this dude was a federal census taker. Uh, as a, just a part-time job. He was really a teacher and uh, a Boy Scout leader. Which I don't think pays very well, Boy Scout leader. <laughs> unless you're into, you know, uh, pedophile ass. Um, and the words fed, F-E-D, were written on the dude's chest in felt-tip marker. Um, the cause of death uh, is apparently asphyxiation, but they're still pending a full medical examination. Um, the guy only had on well, socks. Hanging. Here's the thing, though. The dude's feet were touching the ground. Um, which isn't to say a lot. You can still, I mean, dudes can hang you and then like hang onto your body, you know, and then drag you down until you choke. But, uh, it's not like he free fell because his feet were touching the ground or maybe the rope stretched or maybe the branch bent down over time too. Who knows? Who knows how long he was sitting there? Right. Um, the, uh, like I said, the word fed was scrawled with a felt tip pen on his chest uh, Jeffrey Weaver, you know, he's, uh, it also says he works for a family topsoil business in Fairfield. So this guy does a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, the body Jack was, of all trades. Yeah. The body was a little far, uh, like 50 yards away from, uh, the census taker whose name was Bill Sparkman. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Jeffrey Weaver works for the topsoil company. Sparkman, the guy who's dead. He's the bo- substitute teacher. So Jeffrey Weaver was the guy that was visiting his dead relatives. Right. He came he's upon Sparkman. <laughs> yeah. Who's the census taker? Yeah, yeah, the dead one. Um, the cops are really not saying much of anything. They refuse. Even the the Census Bureau refused to say if Sparkman was at work going door to door. But I think it's pretty pretty obvious he was, right? Well, I mean, <clears throat> why would he have Fed written in his on his chest if he just had some weird sexual thing and killed himself, or if some people just mugged him and left him? Even there if to it die? was just a regular, yeah, regular mugging and a murder, it wouldn't have happened like that. They were making a statement. Yeah, and his sense and the thing taped to his neck. I don't know if I pointed this out. Was his census taker sort of ID? Um, They've sus- they, the Census Bureau suspended door-to-door interviews with, uh, in Clay County, which is where this happened. 
Um, the cemetery is in Daniel Boone National Forest, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, of hillbillies. Yeah, one of the original. Talk about a red flag. Yeah. It's like you want me to go take the census here in Daniel Boone Forest. Yeah. So it's interesting to me too that um, it's a he's a federal employee. You think the federal government, you know, the FBI, the FB motherfucking I would come in and be, bring the full force of the governmental investigative powers in. But it's this whole case is being controlled by the Kentucky State Police. See, that's even more interesting. And they're being very closed-mouthed. I mean, it's obvious to everybody that some hillbillies killed this dude because he's a fed. But now, if they're moonshiners or modern-day moonshiners, that remains to be seen. Or if they're just anti-Obama people, Timothy McVeigh types, who knows? But the closing statement of the article is that... Although anti-government sentiment was once was one possibility in the death, which it's got to be anti-government. What form of anti-government? Because the Fed thing written on his chest. Some in law enforcement also cited the prevalence of drug activity in the area, including meth labs and marijuana fields. Although they had no reason to believe there was a link to Sparksman's death. So retards. They have no leads right now. They have no, no suspects. Nope. They have no leads. No fingerprints. Apparently. And they were so I guess to point out wore gloves. that it's going to be some you know hillbilly mm-hmm. that lives in Daniel. They Blue don't want to. Ca- they don't want to cause. Uh, they don't want to cause an uproar, a ruckus. Yeah, but it obviously it's like that whole you know this is like anti-government and obviously there's some Obama connection violence. Well, could you imagine though being a census taker in that area? Like, you know what I was wondering? You got to make, like, minimum wage. Come yeah. Door and, door. And, like, and, How many people's here? Five. Okay, ma'am. We're all going to go next door. Oh, you might not want to. Oh, goodbye, ma'am. And then he goes over there and, like, the dudes knock him over the head with I just wonder how many times you're greeted with a shotgun uh-huh. loaded. Get out of here, revenue man. <laughs> so on the sick and wrong star scale, I'm going to have to give that. I mean, it's not that graphic. I mean, a man was killed. What makes me want to... I was going to give it a three at first. But what makes me want to up the score just a bit is the fact that a a man was at a cemetery with his two kids and his (laughs) wife. And what do they find? An actual dead body hanging from a tree. I think I missed one part, one quote that I have to point out. What was the, what was the guy wearing? Like this. What was the guy wearing? Nothing. He just had socks on and okay, duct tape. I'm his giving his cock was out. <laughs> but here, it, um, the daughter... Oh, no, this is the dude. Jeffrey Weaver says, It took me three or four good nights to sleep. I think he means to get to sleep. And more importantly, my 20-year-old daughter ended up sleeping in the floor in our bedroom. Our meaning his, him and his wife. It's 20, 20-year-old daughter was so freaked out, she had to like sleep in her mama and papa's bedroom. All right, I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. So I assume he's kind of decomposed and disgusted. Yeah, and it's dead man's I've given it a four and a quarter dick. just because I think, you know... Might be hearing some more of these stories in the near future. I don't know. With that communist president of ours. That communist never Kenyan <laughs> president. Who's black, by the way. I don't want him speaking to my school children. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, last story here for episode 194 was sent in by Laura. Laura writes in, Last night I had a dream that D. Simon was being filleted by a cow. Has that ever happened in real life? <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, Laura, it actually has not happened. Is it but, against um, your vegetarian principles or not? To be filleted by a cow? No, I'm not eating the cow. It's eating you. I guess it's it's pleasuring me. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's... Is that anti-vegetarian? She says, I love the show. Here's a cool story for you. 
Animal cruelty charges were dropped against a Burlington County cop. Uh, this story took place in New Jersey. And apparently in New Jersey, you can still fuck a cow and not get charged. So New Jersey is like the Thailand of, uh, what do you call Bestiality. it? Bestiality. Bestiality. <laughs> In this country, yes, and uh, Wyoming. If animals could talk, a few cows in Burlington County might ask state legislators to hurry up and outlaw bestiality. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they can't, so they're getting fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Except for those 10% of cows that enjoy sex. That actually don't mind, yeah, the interspecies sex. So during a bizarre court hearing, a Superior Court judge, and this this surprised me, dismissed animal cruelty charges against a Moorestown police officer, a police officer in the local community here, who was accused of sticking his penis into the mouths of five calves in rural Southampton, New Jersey. The judge here... In one instance? Yeah, one right after another. So what is he, like the Goldilocks of calf blowjobs? <laughs> this one's too warm. This one's too cold. I don't even, can't even think of right. two other adjectives. <laughs> um, a great, the judge claimed that a grand jury could not infer, realistically, whether the cows had been tormented or merely puzzled by the situation, or even irritated that they had been duped out of a meal. <laughs> Wouldn't you have loved to have been on that jury? So was this puzzling? Were they being tormented? Or do you think they were just irritated because you lied to them with your dick in your mouth? <laughs> they thought it was a teat. <laughs> I think what they're saying is there probably is, well, there have to be statutes in New Jersey against animal cruelty. So they have yeah. to determine if the cows were, were tormented. What or raped. Was- well, well did they enjoy yeah. the rape? If they enjoyed it or not. If they're tormented, then it's it's not considered. Well, I think the problem is is they had a philosopher here for a judge. Like, seriously, <laughs> this judge, I think, thought he was like Schopenhauer or something. Because he kept coming up with these like philosophical queries. If the cow had the cognitive ability to form thought and speak, would it say, where's the milk? I'm not getting any milk from this. <laughs> That's like the Socratic <laughs> method of investigating bestiality. I would say just suck a little harder, cow. There'll be some milk. It's just got, you wait. It's got protein in it. Uh, children, said the judge, seem com- comforted when given pacifiers. But there's no way to know what bovine minds thought about Robert Melia Jr. substituting his member for a cow's teat. Wait, so is he saying it's okay to stick your dick in an infant's mouth <laughs> because they like to have pacifiers in there? Well, no, okay, what he's saying is that an infant would be comforted by the pacifier. By sucking on my dick? And so a cow would be comforted by having, you know, a pacifier in mother's teat. But the dick, is the dick an airsatz pacifier <laughs> or is it a man's member in a cow's mouth? All of our Nambla fans are on the edge of their seats right <laughs> The judge said children enjoy the act of suckling. Cows may be of a different disposition. <laughs> so you wonder here. Who knows what's going on in a cow's head? Okay, Seriously. but you wonder, though. Like, So uh, Assistant County Prosecutor Kevin Morgan was irritated by the ruling, by, by the man being, the charges being dismissed. He claimed the grand jury didn't see the videos of the alleged incident, including one in which a hungry calf... Headbutted Melia in the stomach. Uh huh. 
I think it's interesting that it was. Seems being... like Melia would have a case against the calf. <laughs> well, it's assaulted. interesting though. Who is videotaping it? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he's, he had his girlfriend out there or something, or his buddies. Uh-huh. But then uh, I, I think it's like okay, he might have gotten headbutted by the cow that was pissed off, but he's lucky he didn't get his dick bitten off. I mean, don't cows have teeth? <sighs> yeah, but for some reason, you know, they have this instinct to not bite the mother's uh, udder off. Yeah, teeth. I guess. So that's but probably I mean, what you're. That's you know. I, I would still be a concern. Come to think and, of it, I bet you a calf could give a mean blowjob. <laughs> Dude, it would be if a, you if you just dropped, you know, the whole taboo against bestiality. This cow, that calf, that's designed to like suck all the meat, the milk out of the udder of a, you know, a cow, female cow. <laughs> and then compare that to like your girlfriend fumbling around down there, not knowing what the fuck okay. she's doing. Where Have you ever we... seen the udder, the little nipple thing? It looks a lot like my cock. I where mean, I... in size and shape. Well, by your same deviant logic here, you'd probably say a newborn infant would probably give a good blowjob. No, because a nipple on a, on a human woman, my dick's a little bigger than that. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> okay. Okay, but all I'm saying... But a cow's nipple, if that's what you call it, I don't know if there's another term, is like the exact size and shape of my penis. And have you ever seen a cow's tongue? A cow's cow's udder isn't that big. I mean, how big is a cow's udder? Well, my cock is huge. I'm just saying, a cow's udder is... So, things that you think about. Jerry Seinfeld, (laughs) Adam Carolla, and how big my dick is. No, I'm saying... All I'm saying is, how can you think that a cow's udder... A nipple on a cow's udder is the size of your dick? I'm being completely serious. It's like, you know, the, That's the, uh, the utter, speculative. it's like 10 inches long and like and two inches thick. <laughs> it's just like my penis. Dude, what the fuck kind of udder are you talking about? Have udders you ever seen that big. Yes, I've, I've seen udders. They don't, they don't have a 10 inch long udder nipple. Okay. They're a little smaller than my penis, <laughs> but they're pretty close. And have you ever seen a cow's tongue? Dude, I think you've done this before. No, I haven't. I'm just. I'm planning on You're it now. You're contemplating. I'm planning on it now. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to go to New Jersey for a vacation next week. So well, you're not going to get charged. Yeah, somebody else You're not going to get charged. It's the perfect place to go. Um, Morgan argues here that the prosecutor says, I, don't, I, don't, I think any reasonable juror could, fu- could infer that a man's penis in the mouth of a calf is disgusting and it qualifies as torment. It's a crime against nature. Do you agree with that statement there, Wackerly? I agree that the dude is aberrant. <laughs> is that a word? Aberrant? <laughs> aberrant yes. <laughs> I like aberrant better. But aberrant, and he's a deviant. But I really don't think the cow is being, the calf is being tormented. You he don't care think, less. Well, why would it headbutt the guy then? Because it's a fucking farm animal. They headbutt every, they do shit like that all the time. Okay, so you find the act of the guy sticking his dick into the calf's mouth disgusting, but you don't think it's cruel. Right, exactly. And not even that disgusting. Just yeah, but, yeah, deviant, yeah. deviant. Okay. And unnecessary. Like, dude, really, you really need a blowjob that bad that you're going to get this cow to suck in your dick? All right, wackerly. I mean, it'd be like, I, I equate it to being at the golf course and some guy sticking his cock in the ball washer. Like... I'm not disgusted for the animal. ball washer, but like, why are you doing that? That cow 
obviously was going there thinking, all right, well, it kind of looks like a nipple. Maybe it's another. It's a weird-looking <laughs> other. There's a couple balls hanging right. off of it, but I'll give it a go here. Okay. Nothing comes out, okay. or what does come out the cow doesn't isn't what know. they're expecting. The cow doesn't know that she's being a slut. Yeah. <laughs> and taking full advantage And then her reputation is going to be tarnished for the rest of her life. It's like a statutory rape. It is a statutory rape. Okay. It's an animal rape. Fair enough. So... The fact of the matter is, charges were dismissed, but sex with cows is the least of Malia's problems. Mm. He and his former girlfriend, Heather Lewis, are accused of sexually assaulting three young girls over a five-year period where he was um, in uh, Moorestown where he was a patrolman. So why is he even free to go to farms? I, that's what I don't understand. This guy's like the definition he's of bad lieutenant. Yeah. No, I mean, he's the definition of bad lieutenant. But one thing I got to say, and we'll post a picture of this on the website. If you see a pic of his girlfriend, you can understand why he'd rather get blown by a cow. Well, he's used to fucking cows. <laughs> Dude, this girl is disgusting looking. Yeah. So on the second wrong star scale, I guess we did just have a spirited discussion about whether or not you find it disgusting to stick your dick into a cow. Wackerly does not. I do. So I'm going to give this a 4.5. He didn't fuck the cow. He just got a blowjob. <laughs> and let me tell you, I would be on the other side of the fence if he fucked the cow. I mean, vaginally or anally. Because okay. that I don't think the cow is expecting or, you know, asking for. But if you hang your dick out and the cow comes up and starts sucking on it, <laughs> the cow clearly wanted it. I'm telling my Why is that cow dressed so slutty? <laughs> I'm telling my she sister, was asking for it. I'm telling my sister never to let you babysit her cat, okay? That's all I got to say about this. What, do you, what, what, what score idea. are you giving it? Cats have claws, though. I don't expose my <laughs> balls around them. I'm giving it um, three and a half. All right, 3.5. Because I do think it's unnecessary. Like, guy, you make a cop salary in some shitty town in New Jersey where shit is cheap. I'm sure you can go to a rub and tug for $20. Yeah, well, you know, why are you going to the barn? Mm -hmm. He's a deviant. Yeah. We'll see what the Sick and Wrong listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote at sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 194. So, accurately, we're nearing the end of the show. We got a few phone calls on the Sick and Wrong hotline. People, you can call the hotline at 206-666-3846. You can also email us at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Before we get to the phone calls, here's a quick word from our sponsor, from the dude who apparently found that internet calling website that does the robot voice. Yeah. Which we play at the intro. I, I kind of like could it, though. <laughs> I actually kind of dig it, all right? I would just write down all the whole, my, all my podcast comments and just email it to you. And the robot voice? Well, I wouldn't have to come in. You could just play the MP3 file. I wish there, but I wish it sounded like you, though. If there was a wackily robot <laughs> voice, maybe I would. Got so it. here you go. Here's a quick word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Are you in need of a new dildo, butt elk, or maybe a jack-off sleeve? As trucker Paul would put it. Well, just head over to adamandeve.com and enter offer code DIDDLE to receive 50 off almost any time and plenty of free extras, like free shipping. And other shit like that. Buy me a new dildo. Now. The juke law commands you. Fucking nerds. Oh, Sacramon is still boring as fuck. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, from the swarm. AdamandEve.com, 50% off, the item you select, three free DVDs, free sensual gift, and free shipping. It's a lot of free there, Waggly. I know, the lubies will love it. Yeah, there you go. So AdamandEve.com, type in the word diddle, and go get yourself some 
free adult shit, you pervert. So uh, how about we play uh, call number one here? Hey, how's it going, DM Lance? This is Will from Ohio. Uh, love you guys' show. Been listening for a couple years now. Uh, it's called with a sick and wrong story. Uh, I just got out of the Army about a month ago. And, uh, well, a couple years back I was in Iraq. And we were just sitting on the side of the road. And uh, this dude gets out of his car, starts fucking around with his trunk. Next thing we know, the entire fucking car blows up. Now, I mean, we knew what it was. He was trying to rig his car bomb so that he could probably come ram us in a few minutes, but he fucked up and accidentally killed himself. Oops. So we go out and do the whole drill, park the cars around there, full security, waiting for the explosive ordnance dudes to come out and make sure there ain't any secondary bombs and shit. I love how they didn't, like try and resuscitate the guy because <laughs> he's like a blackened hot dog at that point dude the guy must have been <laughs> obliterated into pieces don't you I'm think sure the, i'm sure there's still a crusty mouth hole that they could have done uh, <laughs> mouth to mouth on you know but i like that they don't have to do that i think it's kind of funny though too that uh you know it's like they told me that the bomb would go off automatically and here he is just got his trunk <laughs> no i've got my just... jumper cables out and a uh, screwdriver and it's a crowbar i do not what the oh shit <laughs> they should just shove some dynamite in a camel's asshole. <laughs> camels are expensive. People yeah. aren't. Well, we see our Sergeant Major come out. Sergeant Major's like, you know, King Dick of Fuck Mountain. He's the highest ranking enlisted guy out of like 500 people. He King never Dick comes of Fuck out. Mountain around here. Yeah. Looking through my, win- my uh, window, I see him take one step out of the car, you know, out of the Humvee, looks down on the ground. Gets right back in the Humvee, speeds off, leaves the OD guys there. So they do their thing, they finish up, we meet up with them, they tell us, you know, hey, it was a car bomb, no biggie. So I asked the guy, one of the OD dudes, I'm like, yo, why'd this major like take off like that? He looks at me and goes, you won't believe it, man, he stepped out of his car, fucking guy's cock and balls were laying right on the ground. (laughs) Sure as shit, right on the road where he was. I mean, there's not a piece of this guy bigger than one square inch, but somehow his cock and balls flew like 150 meters away in perfect condition, just dick and balls on the fucking asphalt. One of the weirdest things I've saw in my life, just thought I'd uh, call in and share that, man. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. I mean, say what you want about Iraqis. <laughs> they fuck camels. They don't brush their teeth. They smell like camels because they're fucking them all the time. But they have cast iron cocks and balls. <laughs> well, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't get exploded. No. You know, I'm surprised one of those dudes didn't just like, you know, those guys are notorious for pranking. I'm surprised someone didn't just pick that up and just go, I'm going to take this for later in the barracks when you're right. sleeping and yeah. someone's going to wake up right. with a fucking, you know, detached teabag scrotum <laughs> on your forehead. <laughs> Necro teabag. The ultimate teabag. <laughs> Necrotized scrotum yeah. on your forehead. Necro amputee bag. <laughs> the ultimate level yeah. of tea bag. It's worth a thousand points on the tea bag scale. Out of yeah. a thousand. Did you see that movie that came out recently? I can't think of the name of it right now. It's escaping the me. The Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. With no, the guy I really that... want to, and I missed its sort of like theatrical presence, so I'm going to have to purchase it off of Amazon. Download it. <laughs> <coughs> purchase yeah. it. You, you go <coughs> purchase that movie there, Wackily. But, you know, the one thing about that movie is it really and it really captured the tension that you feel when they're like going up and there's a, a car that 
you know, shouldn't be parked yeah. where it is. I love and that. It's show. probably I mean, wired in a movie, with a when bomb. I'm yeah. sitting in my couch in my underpants. I love but it. I couldn't imagine what these guys must have experienced on a daily basis. I mean, just to see something like that, it's like how often do you get to see, you know, a, a body just blown apart. You know what else is great about that movie? Main character. You know what else he played? Dahmer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a dude that played the Dahmer remake. Yeah, I think he was a lot skinnier, but uh, I'll respect him for both roles. So my question is, this guy here just got back from the Army. What do you do when you're done? You're done, you lived, you didn't get your legs blown off, you can come back, you can fuck your girlfriend if she's still around. What what do you do? How do you reconnect with your life? How do you start it up again? I'm G.I. Bill. Do you get, I mean, do you get uh, government funds? Do you get... I mean, do I think yeah? I think the government will still pay for your college. I mean, I'm totally speaking completely unintelligibly or misinformed or non-informed, but you can do that. I think you know, lots of uh, companies will hire you just based on your GI experience. I think I would rather just kind of come back and just be a crazy veteran. Yeah. You know, just kind of like born under the Fourth of July, long hair and a wheelchair and all that. Rock, you know, riding around the wheelchair, yeah. screaming that you know about the government yeah. and threatening to kill people. So you want to be out there with Nat Geo? Because I think I that's what happened to him. <laughs> I just learned a lot about nature, okay, and uh-huh. advise people. All You'd right? be like the crackhead veteran John Muir. <laughs> all I'm saying, dude, you saw someone's. Cock and balls being blown off, and then another guy took it and put it on your sleeping forehead. I'm just saying it would be difficult for me to come back and be like, all right, well, this job at Amazon.com is okay. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here. Or being like a carpet salesman in the Midwest. Yeah, you know, I think it would just be difficult to readjust. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure it is. I would like to find out what those guys do when they come. The first thing they do, the first, when they land on American soil, they go straight to the strip club. Do they, You know, what do they do? That's what I want to know. It's like a toss-up between, I think, cheeseburger and pussy. <laughs> and it depends when you ate your last meal, right? You know, if, like, you ate a, a dinner on the plane and you play at 6 and the plane touches down at 7, then it's pussy. But if you ate a lunch at noon and the plane touches down at 4, then it's cheeseburger. Dude, it would be Taco Bell for me and then Flesh Taco at the Deja Vu. I still think it depends on the time. I guess it would when be your last meal was. Well, okay. All, all you Iraqi war veterans, just call us up and let us know, what did you do when you first landed back on American soil? And don't give us some shit about like going and finding your girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you did. We don't want some sentimental bullshit. We don't want to hear about it. We want to hear about the, the single dudes or the you know non-fidelity dudes. <laughs> and the guys that went to like the barn and got their dick sucked by a cab, we don't want to hear about that either. I okay? want to hear about it. <laughs> Wackily does. <laughs> All right, well, what do we have for call number two? Um, you know, we get a lot of thought experiments because somehow we instituted that as a regular fixture of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the vast majority of them suck. We <laughs> usually is, just delete. This is a good one, though. What's up, Jew boy and the tranny-loving whack-off lad? How are you? Uh, I know how much you two... It's uh, Christmas Chef here, by the way. It's Santa Cruz. I know how much you two like your fucking thought experiments. Uh, so I've got one for you. If you could take any Muppet out for dinner, dancing, and then some raucous lovemaking, uh, which Muppet would it be and why? Uh, yes, you can choose Sesame Street characters. They are technically Muppets. Uh, there are some rules to it. If you want to have Bernie, because we all know he's a delight and would be fantastic dinner conversation, you got to have Bert as well, grumpy bastard. I mean, there's, very, there's a lot of elements to this fucking toy experiment. 
you got to think dinner conversation, and you got to think dancing. You can't have fucking Elmo for dancing. It's tiny, tiny. Do your backing. And of course, the raucous lovemaking that you're bound to have after a few drinks and a dance. Uh, so yeah, man, fucking give us your answers, and uh, we'll see what it goes. My choices would be Big Bird, because I think he would uh, be gentle dinner conversation. I think he'd be a wonderful dancer, and I think he'd be a gentle and sensuous lover. Uh, also, if I was going to choose, I'd probably choose Statler and Waldorf. They'd be fucking shit dancing and uh, <laughs> bloody awful in bed, I'm sure. Well, mind you, I'm sure uh, old whack-off boy will uh, like a bit of old man cock. But, uh, yeah, hey. I'm sure they would be fantastic, fantastic dinner entertainment, complaining about every fucking thing that got brought to the table. Anyway, yeah, much love to you, fellas. I just thought I'd swing that one your way. I've been asking my friends for a while. But, uh, yeah, peace out, lads. Cheers. All right, you know, I find it funny that, you know, you ridicule me for thinking of Seinfeld characters while I'm having sex to stave off my orgasm. This guy thinks about which Muppets he would fuck. Not while he's having sex, though. How do you know? This is what you think How about when you're know? not having sex. <laughs> don't try and get out of this Seinfeld thing. It's going to be brought up many more times. I Just live with it. I don't think this guy has all that much sex. Fair enough, but Although he he's not thinking about accent. Muppets while he's having sex. This is really... I, I, people might miss this fact. This is like the um, kill, marry, fuck question. Yeah, yeah. Would you so kill, it's like, would you marry, would you fuck? Yeah. And everybody fits into one of these categories, and rarely do they fit into all three, and maybe rarely do they ever fit into all two. But this is the Muppet-centric dinner have conversation with, dance with, or fuck, applied to Muppetry. So he's saying, which ones would you take just to have dinner with? Which ones would you take to dance with? It's and hard just have to fun? figure out one or Muppet. Which ones would you just fuck? It's hard to figure out one Muppet that uh, satisfies all satisfies three criteria. All three. Yeah. You know, I'm saying, first of all, I just want to just qualify this statement. Is it necessarily gay? To have sex with a Muppet that you identify as being male? Because Muppets, Muppets are sexless. Muppets are Asian. They're sexless. They're sexless. Like they're sex- he, he's saying that Big Bird is a he, but I always thought Big Bird was a I she. I thought Big Bird was a she as well. She sits in a nest. Yeah, you know, I never would have thought that Big Bird would be a he. I mean, Oscar the Grouch is obviously a he. The Count is obviously a he, but Cookie Monster? That's, that, maybe he has a vagina. I have no idea. So I'm going to say that being that they're sexless... It's not necessarily gay or straight. It's which one would you fuck? Which do you think would be most pleasurable to your genitalia? And if you're a girl, this question is almost moot because it's gonzo. Yeah, because of the... Look uh, at his nose. Yeah, look at that nose. It's like the, a G-spot stimulator. G-spot stimulator. There you I mean, Adam and Eve probably has a the gonzo vibrator. Or it's got animal that, like, with those drumsticks. I bet you he could do a number on the clit. It's gonzo. It's got <laughs> to be gonzo. Um, what about the count? He's got a nose, too. It's sharp. Yeah. Maybe into pain play or something. It'd probably pierce something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... The goths, like, you know, the count... <laughs> One. Uh, uh, uh. I actually hate math, but I love uh, you know, you know, my bloody can, Valentine. So we're not talking Winnie the Pooh characters here. It's just Muppets or Sesame Street, right? I yeah. I mean, I think you know, Lamb Chop is out. He's saying Jim Henson created puppets. Okay. Or associated. Puppets. But what about Dark Crystal? Yes, counts as a Muppet. Skeksis, okay. Or old. I would. Well, I would fuck the shit out of that Gelfling. The chick? Really? She's hot! You are going to the safest spot 
possible. Okay. Okay, you'd, you'd fuck her, though. Would you dance with her? Yeah, they dance, too, and they do play instruments That stupid and stuff. hippie Grateful Dead shit dance. You call that <laughs> dancing? You know who would be fun to fuck, though? It would probably be a good time. Well, first of all, I'd want to humiliate Elmo, because I hate Elmo. Sexually. I hate Elmo, and you know that voice... Would you, would you humiliate him sexually? You'd have sex with him to be, like, humiliation? Play? But it would be, like, a scat thing. Like, I'd rip shit in his face. It'd be, it'd be disgusting. Because uh-huh. but... you'll never get that out of that fur. No, Go out to go on Sesame Street the next be. morning. Hey, kids! <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so dirty, but I was playing in the mud this weekend. No, you're covered in my shit. But dude, d- don't let that Elmo fool you. It's not like an eight-year-old kid. He's not innocent. He's naive. That thing is like 25 or something. Yeah. And it's not as sexless. So yeah, I would take a shit on it, and I'd piss on top of the shit, and I would kick him in the stomach. <laughs> I would, would do, do something that nasty. What would nose? Right up the bum? It would be something disgusting. Be, I don't even want to talk about it. It's like I that do. sensual gift from uh, from Eve.com. So, but you know what? The Muppet that I, I think would be the most fun just to go out with and wreak some havoc and then come home and then just defile would be Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster parties. Think about Cookie Monster, dude. And I was going to say the same thing. Dude, think about the mounds of cocaine that thing would do. Cokie Monster. <laughs> Cokie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you're right. I mean, as far as the dinner, because Cookie Monster he would, would just eat be like, everything and smash shit. Well, and he'd eat everything in like five minutes. He'd be like, "Let's get out of this restaurant, yeah, and go get some coke and cookies. <laughs> go get some cookies, get some coke, some weed." And that the- covers the conversation part too, because you're gonna be coked up, and you're both just like, "Blah blah 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 blah." Oh yeah, well, I think this about the government and something, and I always want to do this in my career, but I haven't made it yet. And, and do one time I podcasting and- is something that's gonna get me into the fame world, and then podcasting will get big, but I'll be on the ground floor, and I'll still be podcasting, but I'll be the first one, right, Cookie Monster? Yeah, more coke. Hey, exactly, it'd be fun. It'd and be- by the time it's time for the sex. You probably couldn't even get it up your anyway. dick's going to be, like, inverted into your body. Yeah, you know. It, it doesn't matter. Like a, a turtle's dick. Yeah. I was always kind of hot for that chick in the band that doesn't See, have any eyes. See, there you go. That's safe. Are you talking about an animal, or are you talking about the girl with the blonde hair? The blonde hair. She doesn't have yeah, any eyes. That's she's safe. all lips. That's like me saying the gelfling. Okay. Okay, fine. All right, we well, both did our safe thing. Right, but we both know thing. we really both want to double-team cookie <laughs> You know, Big Bird, I'm, I'm just not into. I just snuffle off a piece. It's, you know, it's too bestial. I Although, they don't call him Snuffy for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. So that's an interesting question, though, you posed there. We'd like to, you know, listeners, call in, write in, tell us which Muppet would you fuck. Jim Henson created Muppet. Remember that. Right. That's got to be. People, you can call Stick Along Hotline 206-666-3846. We always love to hear what you have to say. Got a couple emails to the Stick Along Podcast at Hotmail.com address, and then we got to get out of here. One of the emails came from Starstrike. Starstrike wrote in, hey, guys, I have a question. Do animals get menzies? I yes. assume mammals do, but I've never seen a dog with a tampon, but I've never seen a dog with blood coming out of its vag either. I know you guys know. Yeah, yeah, I know they do. They do? How do you know this, Wackerly? Because I had a dog when I was growing up that wasn't fixed. This is the problem. Everybody's dogs get fixed, and especially, you know, the suburbs and spayed or whatever. Uh, But if you don't have a dog that's fixed, you have to put a diaper on it if it's an indoor dog. We had a collie that we had to put a diaper on. Why didn't you get the dog fixed? I don't know why. Oh, you you want to breed it or something? They wanted to breed it. Yeah, Yeah, my mother wanted to breed it. Yeah. 
And yeah, I they just bleed remember, right at their vaginas. Well, I remember uh, thinking, wow, this is laughable. You see this dog walking around the diaper like it's human or yeah. something. And the other thing is, you want to breed it eventually, but if you don't want to breed it that month, like all the male dogs will come screaming around your yard because they can smell the veg well, juice. What's the two live crew lyric? A dog in heat, a bitch without morning, morning or something. Morning. I got an appetite for sex because me so, so horny. horny. So there you go, Star Strike, dog in heat. That means that uh, it's bleeding from the vag, emitting. Yeah. Um, it's pretty gross. You know, get your dog pheromones. fixed. We don't need any more dogs in the universe. He says, "I'm also nominating myself for the official sick and wrong Japanese junior high school English teacher." Later, Star Strike. All right, you know, you probably are the only Japanese junior high school English teacher that listens to Sick and Wrong. Yeah, I like how he has the name of a. Decepticon. <laughs> or close to one. Is that? Is that? Well, Starscream. Oh, yeah. All right. The second email here is from Vegas Chick. She goes, hey, my favorite podcasters. I just want to cast my vote in the debate on whether man's ass should be hairless. You know, we did kind of close this argument. I didn't want to really talk about it anymore. I listen to but anything from a woman. Since I love fingering and licking assholes, I'd like to have a clean workspace. That's kind of hot, actually. And, you know, that's that's kind of hot to think about. I suggest you go to a professional and get waxed instead of shaving. The results are superior, it's longer lasting, and it's safer than fumbling around blind with a sharp razor between your cheeks. If you're lucky enough to have a woman around to shave you regularly, I'd recommend KY instead of conventional shaving cream in this area. You know, I've never met a woman who would shave my asshole. I've never... I've well, only asked a couple. <laughs> would you go to... Prof- would you actually go to, like... You know, I'm going to get my hair cut today, and then after that, I'm going to go to the waxer. No. I'm going to get up in the stirrups and spread my cheeks. They're going to put some wax on my bum hole and rip it off, and then I'm going to pay them $80 plus tip and go home. Yeah, I don't think I would do that. No, me neither. I did. You know, I'd I'd probably just kind of, you know, test it out with a razor. Maybe. See what happens. (laughs) If I was going to shave my ass, I probably just wouldn't shave my ass. (laughs) She says, I also just listened to the episode after you guys post your pics, and I want to assure you that short guys don't always finish last. I'm 5'9", and my quote-unquote special friend is 5'7". I wonder if she's referring to her dildo. <laughs> her, bong, I, her bong and her dildo. They're the same length. <laughs> He's giving me the best orgasms of my life. Give me the short, funny, nerdy guy any day. Keep up the good work, Vegas chick. What about the short, less funny, not less nerdy guy she's like combining both of us into one ideal person short funny nerdy but we're both kind of short but i'm more nerdy yeah i'm not short (laughs) (laughs) and i'm more funny but dude are either one of us five are you five nine no okay so she's sort of of yeah i mean that's what's on my driver's license yeah that's bullshit she's taller (laughs) than both of us here but i like i like i like what she says though Short guys give her the best orgasms of my life, which proves my point that not it's not always tall dudes that have big dicks. Right, Short it is, it is about cock dicks. size. Though. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> dick size. That's that's what it is. And short guys can be hung too. Okay, so there you go. Yao Ming, like a stack of dimes, not even a very tall stack. <laughs> stack of, a fifty cent stack of dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vegas chick. You've uh, given me reason to keep on living. <laughs> People, if you haven't already, go check out the Sick and Wrong forum. Uh, there's been some 
wackerly bashing on there as of recent. Oh, yeah, of course. There's been some wackerly bashing on this episode. Yeah, there's been a couple. Um, you got to have, you know, an adequate amount there. But right now, there's like over 3,200 people on there. I'm loving the random picture thread. Um, the mind comfy chair, the Hitler yeah. picture. I noticed that you started that thread. Did I? Yeah. And I didn't notice that the last time you said that you loved it so much. But I went back and looked at it, and you were the first poster. I started that thread. Yeah. And so it's kind of suspicious that you're like, oh, it's the greatest fucking thread. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but I don't know if it's the greatest, but you seem to think that it's like, oh, the only reason the forum exists. It, okay, there's many other threads. This is the first time I've ever promoted that thread, have I? No, have I promoted you the talked past? about the last episode I was on, which wasn't the last one, but the one before that. Oh, okay, I, I, I didn't realize. But there's a <laughs> lot of people, I don't even post that many random pictures, but there's a lot of people that find some pictures on the internet that I I've never seen. I love the thread, but I'm not saying it's the greatest thread, because I'm not the one who started it. I forgot that I even started it. <laughs> Because I, I start it's like in prehistory. So, well, okay, I start so many epic threads. It's difficult for me to keep, <laughs> keep track of this one, you know. Yeah, fair, <laughs> enough. fair enough. But go check it out. The Sick and Wrong Forum is you can link. It's linked right off our main page, SickandWrongPodcast Don't be a lurker. Post. Who cares what people have to say about you? It's funny that people lurk and don't post. Um, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us so many comments. We need some more, goddammit, okay? We want yeah. to stick it wrong in the top ten, although we've been getting a lot of comments, and I appreciate that from people. And most people do find out about us through iTunes, so you really do help the show when you give us a comment. Also, um, we do have a few of the older t-shirts left. I promise you I will be taking, be making the new shirts very soon with some new stickers. Have a little patience, for fuck's sake. I was taking care of my father's damaged prostate, all right? I didn't have time to put together the new t-shirts. Yeah. What do you want from me? And God knows I'm not going to do it. Yeah, what, what if Wackerly's not going to do it? <laughs> so people, in the next couple weeks, will have some new t-shirts. They're a pretty cool new design. You'll dig it, all right? So then you can order one. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent by Kitty. Uh, she says, I don't have an MP3, but this made me laugh my ass off. And she gives a link to an Ebon's World video clip of a song called The Wrong Hole. It's pretty funny. Scott Bayo is in the video. Is this Doc's kitty? No, it's a different kitty. Different kitty. Okay. Kitty from uh, England. Oh, all right. Um, but one thing I was wondering, though, you know, the, the term wrong hole, you kind of understand what they're, what they're going with that. Uh-huh. You ever done that, me. you know, by accident, quote unquote? No, not accident. <laughs> <laughs> you never done that really drunk when you're fucking from behind, you're like, whoop. Sorry about that. And then they scream in pain and punch you in the face, bloody your nose. But it's in, on purpose. <laughs> well, quote unquote, accident. If you want to put quotes around it, I'll yeah, say yes to anything. Yeah, accidentally I did it. Right. I've been there, wrong hole, by accident. Yeah. But yeah, no, the song is kind of funny, and the video is even better because Scott Bale is in it. So the song is called Wrong Hole, sent in by Kitty. Thank you for the uh, second wrong song of the week. People will be back next week with episode 195. Till then, take a sleazy. Goodbye, I'm disappointing you. I took her on a date, things seemed so bright. I knew I would not need my U-porn tonight. We go to her place and we fool around. We throw all our clothes to the ground. We begin as she turns out the lights. I start but feel something so very extra tight I hear her cry and I see her frown 
baby, baby, don't feel defiled. It's a common accident during doggy style. It was so dark, I couldn't see so good. I had no idea where I put my wood. I want to make things better, want to make it all right. If you want, you can put on a strap-on and give it back to me all night. I'd rather if she didn't. Why God made that hole not for inserting Tell me how you feel, baby, please don't pause Now I know how they feel in that HBO show Oz Maybe take some Advil, your pain it will fix From the way you walk, you can't compete in the Special Olympics If this was Alabama, we would be on trial That's how my mom took my temperature when I was a child Sodomite Can't we just try 